0: Um, Job 11 and 12 is a statement that Zophar, one of Job's friends, made. And the latter part of the 12th verse just simply says, uh, basically, that a wild donkey's coat would never be born a man that's basically what it what it's saying when you keep it in context with the entire verse and and uh I concur with what Zophar said based upon a couple of scriptures, and I want to take you to. Some scripture to prove that a wild donkey's coat would never be born a man. Let's go to the book of Genesis. First reason that's not going to happen is because God, the Creator, made animals after their own kind, and that has continued to be the case uh, since God. Created animals. Uh-huh. Consider um, Genesis first chapter, uh-huh. y'all there? Yeah. Verse twenty-one. Uh-huh. Genesis first chapter, verse twenty-one. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves, including a donkey's coat. He created every living thing that moves. With which the waters abound according um, to their kind. And every winged bird according to his what? And God saw that it was good. But when it comes to a man, look at verse 26 of Genesis 1. Then God said, let us make man in our image. Man was created in God's image. Animals were created after their kind. Man, a woman was created in the image of God. You see the difference? An animal, even if a a person is perverted and lays with an animal, still not going to produce a human being. It's just not going to happen. That's the reason I concur with the statement that Zophar made. But let's look at what, what he said again here in Job 11 and 12. He says, for an empty-headed man will be wise when a wild donkey's coat is born a man. And of course, I just showed you scripturally why that's not going to happen. Um, now, it's important to understand the definition of an empty-headed man. The basic meaning is a fool. An empty-headed man is a fool. An empty-headed woman is a fool. But breaking it down further, an empty-headed person is someone that refuses... To repent. Someone that refuses to accept divine truth because, according to Psalm 14 and 1, the fool of the empty-headed person has said in his heart: there is no God. That's what the fool or the empty-headed person has said, there is no God. And has said it in his or her heart. Has said it verbally. Has said it when it comes to his or her choices. Has said it when it comes to uh, his or her mindset. That there is no God. An empty-headed person is also someone that holds on to his or her beliefs. They're just to the point to where you can't tell them divine truth because of what they have an opinion about. What they have fixed their mind on. And some of us know folk like that. They they will always tell you certain things. They they misquote scripture or misinterpret scripture. Everything they talk about, they try to tailor it their way. Because they are empty headed. I said because they are empty headed. They reject divine wisdom they reject knowledge and understanding that's the reason they in one sense refuse to come to God's church that's the reason in another sense they, they will come to the church but only on special occasions Oh, when, when is she going to be Christian? When my granddaughter going to be Christian? Yeah, I'll be there. But now I'm going to have to leave. (laughs) Right after the Christian. They'll say things like, why y'all have to go to church every Sunday? Why y'all have to do this, that, and the other? You know, that ain't what you're supposed to be doing. If God is so powerful, why he allow this right here to happen? Say to your neighbor, there are empty-headed folk. Everywhere. And, and then you have some that may attend church on a regular basis, but is not to receive knowledge and understanding. It's for all the reasons. It, it may be to socialize. It may be because that's what family does week in and week out. So there's a way family go there. I'm going to go there. I'm not going there to get no knowledge and understand. I'm just going there because that's where my family go. They couldn't tell you what the preacher said. They couldn't tell you the topic, scripture, and so forth because they go there just because that's where family go. Some of y'all quiet now. I hope you ain't empty-headed up in here. You hear me? Now notice I didn't smile when I said that. I'm serious. You have to be careful. Be- because when, when you're empty headed, you don't want truth. Jesus talked to some empty headed folk in the book of John, the 8th chapter. They, they were listening to Jesus as if they were ready to receive God's word. Then Jesus told them, he said, if if you continue in my word, you'll be my disciples indeed. And you'll know the truth. And the truth will make you free. And when Jesus said that to them, they they turned around and said, hey, we're already free. I need to show y'all that. Yeah, I need to go down. Because cause this is very important before I go further. Go with me to John 8, because some of y'all looked at me like, is that really there? Yes, yeah, there. But let me show you. John the 8th chapter. Y'all, good people, aren't you? All right. Go to John 8, then, good people. And notice this right here John 8, 31 is where we'll start. Then Jesus said to those Jews who what? If you abide in my word, you are my disciples. What? And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you. They answered him. We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage. Help me. How can you say you will be made free? And Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free. What? Amen. Now, notice he, he's constantly telling them about salvation. You can be free in deed. And then Jesus even tells them in verse 37, I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. they trying to convince Jesus, who was God in flesh, that God was their father. Verse 42, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to what? Yes, See, we're empty headed. Then he tells them in verse 44, you... Uh, of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it. Empty-headed. Empty-headed. And notice how Jesus... The Christ. Christ means the anointed one. He wasn't just anointed. He was the anointed one. But they wouldn't even receive the anointed one. Why? They were empty headed. Didn't you hear what pastor? Yeah, but. And you have folks to have signs of being empty headed. Because they can hear it, but they still reject it. And that's what was happening. And and so, again, that's the reason I concur or agree with the statement that Zophar made. An empty-headed person will be wise when... A donkey's coat is born a man. And say to your neighbor, that is not going to happen. Now, an an empty-headed man does have a choice. Because God created every person as a free moral agent. But some folks just choose not to receive wisdom from God. Some folks just just refuse to receive knowledge and understanding that comes from God. They don't want to hear it. That preacher can't tell me nothing. That preacher put on his pants the same way I put my pants on. I mean, just stupid stuff. That's empty-headedness. Now, 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 some folks are not so far away to where you can't eventually convince them to receive the truth. And some of us know that. Because we, we, were, we were empty-headed to a degree, but we were still open to hear folk. But it's some folks that are so empty-headed to where they don't want to hear nothing you have to say about God. And so, based upon the text, an empty-headed person refuses to repent. To turn from their ways to the ways of God. To turn from wickedness to righteousness. That's the first thing you need to understand about an empty-headed person. And understand this, you're going to run into some empty-headed folk. Now, I pray you don't run into any in the church, but you might. I pray you don't have any in your family, but you might. I know I have some in my family. I can talk about my family. I been trying to convince some of them that they need to be born again and filled with the Spirit, but they don't want to hear that. It don't take all that... I know you tell them that it take that. No, don't 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 say. I tell them. I give them what the Bible says. The Word of God is bigger than me. I'm gonna pass away, but the Word of God is not gonna pass away. According to Matthew 24 and 35, y'all know what that says. Heaven and earth shall, but not Can folks will try to put the word on, on. That's what the preachers say. No, this, this ain't preaching. They're bigger than the preacher. It's just like if you tell them what Job eleven and twelve says something, that's in the Bible. Yeah, that's in the Bible. Why you won't be to know? Because I want you to see yourself. And maybe you're not so hard hearted to where you won't turn and do the right thing. I want to show you a few scriptures about an empty-headed person or a fool, because remember, I told you that was the simplest definition of an empty-headed person, and I'm going to be done. y'all got it by now, right? And I've been clear. all right, let let's start in uh, Proverbs the first chapter. I'm going to show you why an empty-headed person will never be wise in in these scriptures. And I need you to really see it. Proverbs 1 and 7. Ready? fear of the Lord is the beginning of But fools despise wisdom and instruction. An empty-headed person or a fool hates wisdom. Get mad when they hear the preacher talk about certain things. I don't agree with that preacher. Well, you don't have to agree with him because he just showed you in the Bible. So it's better than him. Look, Look at this. A fool despises what? Wisdom. A fool despises wisdom. He hates it. He does not want to hear divine knowledge and understanding. He does not want to hear a word that's being proclamated under the anointing of God. That's the he won't come to church. But when he comes to church, he'll turn a deaf ear to what's being said. But isn't that sad? That you hate what can change your life for the better even though it'll prick your heart it'll still change your life for the better see, see there, there are things that God can tell you about yourself that will make you man. but if you will get beyond the anger you will see that he's telling you something yeah it hurts but it's going to make you better I ain't going to tell you no lie. I I used to think that I I was smart in certain areas until God showed me how stupid I was. You know what I'm talking about? See, God will take simple things to confound a person that thinks he knows everything. And that's how some of us used to be. Right? Come on now. How, how many of us, you, you, you were the type of person, you know everything. And wasn't nothing never your fault? And some of y'all probably still like that. Ain't nothing never your fault. Well, why is this right here on the floor? Now, I know it's in my room, but it ain't my fault that it's in my room. well let me tell you you know somebody that's always got an excuse for something but never the blame that's a borderline empty headed person borderline empty headed person you can't hate you can't hate wisdom cause see one thing wisdom will do is give you a good old whipping See, the Bible say, those whom God loves, he got a chasing you a little bit. How many, how many know God can whip you? But it's always for a reason. It's always going to make your life better. Proverbs 17. Lord, have mercy. Proverbs 17. Y'all hold on. Verse 16. Why is there in the hand of a fool the purchase price of wisdom? I told you to hold on. Since he has no heart for it. Let me read this verse again. It needs to sink in. Why is there in the hand a power of a fool the purchase price of wisdom since he has no heart for it? Say to your neighbor, a fool fool has no heart heart for wisdom wisdom. because he's empty-headed. Don't have the heart for it. That's the reason we have scriptures that forewarn us. Harden not your, your heart. Don't harden your heart. See, see, you have a choice. And when a person harden his heart to the point to where he rejects or speaks against truth, that person has become empty-headed. Now, depending on the level of empty-headedness, especially if that person has been taught divine truth, the person has entered into a state of blasphemy. where he has actually blasphemed God. And that's the reason his hate is so adamant when it comes to the things of God. Don't want to hear anything about God. Don't want to step near the church except again for special occasions. It's tough, isn't it? But it's real. Why is there in the hand of a fool the purchase price of wisdom when he has what? No hard for it. No hard for it. Bottom line, why do you keep trying to tell that person about what does, saith God? And the person I showed you time and time again, they don't want nothing to do with God. Even Jesus was to the point one time to where he, he told his disciples, just leave them alone. Why, Lord? Because they are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, all of them are going into a ditch. Even God, who was walking around with omnipotence, with all power, wouldn't deal with certain foes. Why? Because they were empty-headed. Didn't want the truth. Didn't want the truth. Got to the point to where he even had to release one of his disciples. Tried to put truth in Judas, but, but then when he, when he realized, get this, at supper time, that Judas didn't want no truth. Judas opened himself up to what he wanted, Satan. And Jesus just let him go. Just let him go. Go on and do what you gotta do. I don't wanna be like that. I pray I'll never be that way. Whip me, God, but whatever you do, don't leave me. You feel that way? whip me Lord but don't leave me I said it didn't it, do I need to say it? <laughs> Proverbs 24 this is my last scripture it like this you can't stay there that long Woo. Teaching like this makes you think. It should make you examine yourself. Y'all better hold on again. Proverbs 24 and 7. Wisdom is too lofty. Get this. For a fool. Say to your neighbor, wisdom, wisdom is too high, is too high for, a fool. for a fool. Say to another person, wisdom, wisdom is too honorable. Is too honorable a see, see, a fool is not going to be willing to do what is necessary in order to receive wisdom. That's what the proverb is saying, that that a fool is not willing to make the sacrifice it takes in order to receive wisdom. A fool going to always have an excuse as to why he is not doing this, that or the other. It's not that God does not want to save certain folk, it's just certain folk keep rejecting God. God have mercy. Y'all alright? Yeah. Look at this verse again. Wisdom is too lofty for help me. And then it goes on to say, he does not open his mouth. Well. He's silent when he should be speaking. <laughs> when 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 he should be crying out for wisdom, crying out for help because the gate was a place in Israel where folks could come with their issues, could come with their problems and get them resolved. But because the fool will not make the effort because the fool is not willing to do what is necessary. will not even open his mouth so his issues, his problems, and so forth can be resolved. An empty-headed person will never be wise. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.